Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Sherry and Carrie Show with your hosts, Sherry and Carrie. Let your voice be heard. Hi, everyone. Uh, This is the Sherry and Carrie show. And tonight we have had, oh, my goodness, technical difficulties after technical difficulties. It's just been kind of crazy here at Blog Talk Radio. But let's see if we can continue with our show. Um, I'm so sorry to my guests who are on the line tonight. Um, We're going to bring Cindy Lord on the line. Cindy, are you with us tonight? Yes, I am. Cindy, I am so sorry. There's so many difficulties right here with Blog Talk Radio tonight. It has nothing to do with I or the studio, so I apologize. I am really sorry. Well, no problem. We just had a very bad storm roll through northeast Texas here, and I thought it might be on my end, but we're hooked up now, and it sure is a pleasure to be on your show. It is. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Can you tell our live listeners tonight who you are and what you're all about? Well, who I am is Cindy Lord, as you all know. I'm an author from Northeast Texas. I hit best-selling author, and I have uh, two series out. One is uh, a mystery series, except my third book that I wanted to talk to. Uh, it's, I'm sorry. It's called The Sandra Derringer Chronicles. And uh, I just will be releasing the third book in it that I really want to talk about tonight. Um, I have an Amish-themed series, and my granddaughter asked me to write her a children's book uh, two years ago, and I did, and put that one out. So that's who I am and what I'm about. That is awesome. Now, you have done other books, too, right? How How many books in total have you actually done now? I have uh, five books out. I've been published several times in magazines and uh, legal journals. I was a private investigator for 28 years, and I wrote legal journals and magazine articles, things like that. Wow, that's great. Now, I do have Devin, I believe, on the line also. Um, I think there was a little bit of feedback, Devin. Are you with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can um, hear you, Devin. When I put you right. on, go on. Um, we have feedback though, Devin. I don't know how you're okay. listening to us, but oh, I do hear feedback. Can you hear me better now? Yeah. Can you hear me better? Much okay, better. good. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to interrupt you, Sydney. That's why I wasn't saying anything right away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, 
Did you want me to tell you about my release that's coming out August 9th? I'm really excited about it. Yes, yes. I really want to hear about your newest one. It's uh, Avenged. Um, uh, what, which one is it? Uh, what, what is the, uh, the exact title? Well, the title is They Call Me Avenged. Yeah. Yes, t- definitely it, tell us about it. Well, it's the third book in the Sandra Derringer Chronicles. The first book... Um, if I can just cover it briefly, the first book is They Call Me Murdered, which is a paranormal murder mystery. Book two, They Call Me Missing, is a paranormal thriller. And book three, I really took a risk with uh, book three. Uh, in book one and two, Sandra Derringer is the protagonist, the main character. Uh, and yeah. she solved murders and the mystery. Um, in book three, they call me avenged. Sandra Derringer is not the protagonist. Sandra Derringer is the antagonist. And uh, I could quickly read you the blurb of um, they call me avenged if you'd like yes, to hear ab- that. Absolutely. Go ahead. Sure. It says, uh, when a number of people go missing in a small northeast Texas town, Sandra Derringer becomes involved to solve the case of missing 12-year-old twin boys. She, She soon learns that two common denominators exist between the people who have gone missing, abused animals and a local animal rescue owner, Loretta Bentley. Her deep devotion to animals is overshadowed by mental illness and her belief that she is getting messages from God to deliver an eye for an eye, justice to anyone who neglects or abuses animals. Many have thought this penalty deserved, but Loretta is insane enough to carry it out in her isolated large ranch where no one can hear her victims scream. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Uh, what what inspired you for book three, if you don't mind me asking? Well, as you know, I'm a animal advocate. I'm an oh, animal yes. rescue. Sure, sure do. And um, <clears throat> I guess just working uh, with so many animals that were so badly abused and neglected, um, my last rescue was a three-month-old uh, pit bull mix that oh, yeah. had been had been kicked. She had every rib on both sides, concave break, uh, abuse, uh, abrasions, and knots all over her head. And the crime that she had committed to deserve that from the time she was four weeks old was that she wouldn't just go away from where she was born. So three adults were abusing her and not feeding her. Um, I took her, and I mean I took her. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, took, I took her into the vet two days later, and uh, she had the x-rays and everything. Uh, uh-huh. And they discovered all of this, and she was such a sweet. All she wanted was somebody to love her and feed her. And uh, mm-hmm. I had promised her I would get her a good home and, well, you know, a month later when she was healed up good, I had fallen in love so much that I got her a home <laughs> here forever. And yeah. uh, that was just the straw that broke the camel, camel's back to me. And I just <laughs> sat down and started. 
I started writing this book, and I said, oh, I'd like to get a hold of those people and kick them till I broke their ribs and knock them over the head with <laughs> with mop things and, and just give them a taste of their own medicine. But, you know, I'm not crazy enough to do that. However, I am an author, and I could uh, yeah. I could make somebody crazy enough yeah. to do that. <laughs> and you could do you could do whatever you want in the books too. So that's oh yeah, the freedom I get the them good. Now. Oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. I get them good. Uh, and they call me avenged. Uh, it opens up with a guy named Jeffrey who's uh, got a bald gag in. He's stripped uh-huh. naked and uh, handcuffed <laughs> behind his back and has a collar around his throat, and he's inside a building in a cage. And wow. one of the lines, he has, uh, he had uh, starved, uh, it's, it's what's on my cover, uh, the boxer uh, that my wonderful uh, cover artist, Rick Kierufel, had um, painted for me. That is the boxer Rex when he was still <laughs> quite starved. And yeah. that's who uh, Loretta is getting uh, vengeance on is this guy. And one of the lines that she says to him is, she goes, Jeffrey, you know the difference between you and Rex? I rescued Rex, and you're going to die here. (laughs) You've always had some very chilling lines, Cindy. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, people have told me that um, before, and I do try to shock my readers. (laughs) Yeah, you've done a good job, I've seen. <laughs> oh, my. That's so awesome. this book is due to release um, August 9th, and it will be mm-hmm. available in paperback and Kindle. And I will be all over the place signing it. And if uh, people want to get on Facebook and send me a message and say uh-huh. you heard me on this show and you would like an autographed copy from me, send me a message. Don't just send me uh, a friend request. Send a message, yeah. and uh, I'll send you a friend request, and I will get you an autographed copy. Uh, are you doing a very big book? Oh, are you doing a big book signing like throughout the United States? Uh, you are uh, yes, making your I'll way to. Going, I'll be going on book tour uh, starting the beginning oh. of September. I'll be doing some local things here. Um, in okay. Texarkana and uh, Paris, Texas, uh, in my town here, Clarksville, I will be doing uh-huh. um, I will be doing local shows here. But uh, once it cools down a little bit, I'll be out and about everywhere. That's great. You make your way to Georgia, okay? <laughs> hey, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'll finally be able to meet you in person, the legendary Sydney Lord. <laughs> Well, I don't know about legendary, but um, <laughs> this book, this book, I really took a lot of risk in, and and yeah. I enjoyed writing it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, always the plus when you enjoy it. Uh, um, yeah, sorry, this show ran, um, went into uh, like 14 minutes late. Um, Sid, I mean, uh, Sherry, do we still have the full 30 minutes though? Um, I can let it go past the time, yes. So We do, um, okay, good. Unless they have changed that, yeah, I, I don't think we'll have a problem with that. Okay, so. good, because I really wanted to give Sydney a full 30 minutes, and I was like, oh, no, I hope we can have the I whole know. full 30 minutes. <laughs> good. Yeah, right. so I, I apologize, but I don't know what was happening at Blog Talk Radio. This has happened a couple times before, 
Um, Blog Talk has, yeah. you know, some problems here and there. I think a lot of people sign on, so it's Okay. I don't know. Uh, they might have. Yeah. I had my uh, my private messages were lit up. I had 31 messages of people asking me what was wrong. They were on hold. So. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That's okay no. because, you know what, we're talking now, and, yeah. and um, I wanted exactly. to let you know the, the risk that I took in this book, which is something that uh, that I think, will pay off, and I know there's a lot of people waiting for the book to release, and that is that my main character, Sandra Derringer, is not the protagonist in this book. She's the antagonist. Mm -hmm. And um, some people say that's a no-no in a series, but I think Mm -hmm. it works well. And my my publisher um, at White Bird Publications thought it was great, and... uh, both of the editors, or all three of the editors, absolutely loved the book. So yeah. um, that was promising. I was very afraid when I turned it in <laughs> because oh, yeah. it has some very gruesome scenes in it. But, you know, animal abuse is gruesome, and um, so, and yeah. I uh, liked to expose it. And, and not that the animals being abused were exposed so much, but uh, yeah. uh, the fact that the re- revenge that uh, Loretta Bentley is getting on them is definitely uh, graphic. So I'm curious, Sydney, um, how, how how exactly did you present um, Saren Geringer as the antagonist in this book? Like, how did she go from protagonist to antagonist? Well, uh, tw- like it says in the blurb, uh, two two little boys. Um, Twins had very much brutalized the little um, Chihuahua, oh, and yes. um, and they came up missing. And the oh. grandmother had kind of put uh, two and two together and mm-hmm. said, "Well, you know, this one had his horses taken away, and he's gone now. And this one did this, you know, starved those pigs to death, and he disappeared. And you know, now there was trouble with my." Uh, my grand, my grandson's abusing this little dog, and one night my grandson's and the dog came up missing, and I was wondering, could could you check into this? And you know, she calls the private investigation agency, and that gets Sandra on it. Ah. I had my okay. I had my beta readers. Um, they were they are very avid readers of my books, and. Um, they said so they were reading the story, and they kept going, but where's Sandra? Where's Sandra? And um, they got to a certain chapter, and they were like, oh, there she is. <laughs> you know, <it's>, uh, <laughs> her, husband, her husband walks in and, and hands her a message and, and says, I don't know what this is. Some lady called about her grandsons and her dog missing. And, yeah. And <laughs> so she takes the message, and uh, that's what happened. She comes. She comes in like that, and then she gets involved in trying to uh, solve the, trying yeah. to solve the case, and she starts putting everything together. And I don't want to give more away than that, but yeah, yeah, of course. Want to leave some mystery to the to the reader, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Um. So, what's been the most rewarding? Um. Well. In general, what's been the most rewarding, like, 
to you as an author, and what has also been the most rewarding for your newest release coming out um, as you were writing it? Like, yeah. Well, like, what's been most rewarding for me as an author is um, to get uh, recognition, um, you know, hit best-selling and get awards. That's That's been rewarding to me to, because it's always so scary when you're a writer and, you know, you put that first book out and you're thinking, is anybody yeah. going to want it? Is anybody going to want to read it? Is anybody <laughs> going to like it? Are they going to leave me bad reviews? You know, and, and oh, you get yes. all those feelings and and when it works out well for you, that's that's what's rewarding. Um, and of course, I, I'm like any other author. I probably have uh, 50 probably books have, on my uh, my mind that really want to be written. Mind that really want to be written. No. Um, Cindy, do you see yourself at all in any of the characters in this book? Well, you know, in the first uh, two yeah, books, first, uh, uh, people two who books, know my husband uh, and I read it, and they know my husband and I read it, and they said, "Well, uh, you know, that's you and your husband." <laughs> so I guess I see myself in um, Sandra Derringer. She's a private investigator, like I was, and works with her husband, like I did. And um, some of the uh, subplots inside every. Uh, every one of my stories I always have subplots going on and um that's something that uh I took many of those from my files. I would have guessed you would have said Loretta, but I guess <laughs> not. <laughs> oh <laughs> well I you know I could have those types of thoughts but I know they're wrong, and I know I could never actually <laughs> right. do it. Um, I can have these little dark fantasies when I hear about some horrid abuse. Um, you know, I some guy videotaped, I don't know if you saw it, uh, boiling a pan of water until it's a rolling boil, and then he walks outside with it and goes, here, kitty, kitty, and a cat walks up and he dumps it on the cat. Oh, God. You know, and he videotapes that and puts it on Facebook. It ended up getting him caught, and they did go get the cat, and, and I don't know if it lived. It had third-degree burns on, like, 60% of its body. But uh, he did it just to be mean. It was a neighbor's cat, you know, and I see stuff like that, and and I do think things like, ooh, I'd like somebody to boil a pot of water and pour it over his head, you know. Um, right. Yeah. But, of course... We, see, this is this is the problem, is that we can have those kind of thoughts and really feel the person deserves it, but we're not, we don't have a mental illness that would allow us to do that. I do. And well, I'm. Oh. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> uh, so I'm you know, this, the thing is, is that um, with uh, Loretta Bentley. I carefully developed her psychosis from um, predisposed schizophrenia. Her father was schizophrenia. And then, um, although someone's parents are schizophrenic, they do not necessarily become schizophrenic themselves. And it's most often early childhood traumas that result in that disease coming forward. And Mm -hmm. I put three traumas in the book um, in her first time hallucinating 
that brought her illness uh, forward. And trust me, the lady is very mentally ill. (laughs) Uh, She believes that she's getting messages from God, and each one of my chapters in this book open with a scripture. Uh, Yes, I remember you mentioned that to me. Uh, That's that's a good way to go. It kind of lets you see what scripture she's reading mm-hmm. that makes her think mm-hmm. that, oh, God's telling me to do this. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Um, it, so now, what, is she kind what? of religious due to her father being, like, schizophrenic? No, she's, you know, she's like growing religious up because, like because she's religious. Uh-huh. She believes, you know, she's uh, well, I don't know if you could really call her religious. I'm a Christian, and I know that, you know, mm-hmm. everything that she did was wrong and against God. Um, right, right. <clears throat> But it's how how often people that are religious that also have a severe mental illness, they believe they're getting messages from God to do horrible things. Right. Yeah. And I, I just you know, kind of played into the history that people have um, or I guess not history, but history that are yes, history that people are aware of and things that have actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> and and when they put what they know has actually happened from news articles and stuff, then Loretta becomes a little more real to them. Right. I could see that. I, I I could totally see this being a movie. Really, I mean, just the. It, yeah. I know everyone be, keeps saying that. Um, I'd love <laughs> it if you'd read the book. Absolutely, I would love to. Really. Hey, it, are, it, are you gonna um? Are you gonna actually try to get it into uh to movie form? Like, are you gonna reach out to production or, I don't know, just um try to you know actively try to get these into movies? Like, I'd love to see these. Well, you know, I have a I production the company right now that's interested in the first book. Okay. Um, they call me Murdered, um, which we're kind of keeping that under wraps right now. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, the, this one, I've had a number of people say, yes, this would make, they, that have read the manuscript, like, oh, wow, would this make a good movie? Oh, I actually have a question to piggyback off of that. So who would you see as an actress playing Sandra Derringer? This I is have a fun no question. idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea who, who uh, it would have to be somebody, you know, that's, that's very thin and, I don't know, yeah. uh, long blonde hair. It's always been a fun question. I mean, Jennifer I've always Anderson. liked yeah, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Probably. That could work. That could I met work. Jennifer Aniston. By the way, I met her. I know her. you told me that, so maybe you uh, can plug this for her, huh? And and I Jason mean, Bateman. That was great on that movie I was on. Oh, that was so good. That was awesome. Yeah, but uh, Jennifer Aniston could probably play Sandra Derringer, huh? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she yeah. could. That would be a. Uh, that could be a pretty good match. Um, yeah. Yeah, it kind of the book kind of deals with the small town, uh, the small town uh, 
corruption that can kind of happen too where the sheriff has already kind of put this together but because mm-hmm. the people were so crude to the animal cruel to the animals he's like oh well good riddance <laughs> <laughs> and that that's so, kind of scary yeah so um i don't know if this was uh went it went into but tell us a little bit like in detail about, about Sandra Derringer like her character and you know like like who she is from the beginning of the series, because I know I know many people are going to need to want and uh, need to read the first two books before they can actually read Avenged. So, you know. Well, no, no, Avenged is a totally standalone oh, book because it okay. it falls outside the. That's what I meant about taking a risk with it. I it, see. It, okay. It falls outside the the series. Sandra Sandra comes in as a private investigator. Oh, that, this is a side of course, story. people that know her and love her from the other books are just like, "Oh, are you crazy? You scaring me uh, to death?" You know, because I, she's always <laughs> so bold. But, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a totally stand standalone. Uh, it's a psychological thriller. And to answer your question, um, she is a woman. Loretta is a woman who uh, lives alone, and once you meet her personality, that won't surprise you, um, because nobody could stand to be around her very long. But she also (laughs) is very likable because she loves these animals. She loves animals. She's very good to them. She... uh, I've had uh, more than one person, including my publisher, uh, Evelyn, she said that Sandra is likable, and it's you get so, I'm sorry, Loretta is likable, and you get so messed up reading it because you know what a vicious killer she is and, <laughs> and how merciless she is to these people when she has them tied up in barns and other places and um, and just no mercy. And one guy, you know, beat his, he starved his horses so that they ate uh, wood railings. That was all they had, a, a mm-hmm. horse in her foal. And the only time he went out to the barn was just to beat him with a whip. Oh, and um, so she ties him up in the she ties him up in a barn that's way out at the back of her ranch, and uh, she's got him in prison there, uh, oh, and wow. he he can't escape, and she won't let him eat or drink anything, and she brings a whip out and she says, "Remember this, I got it from your barn, you know, and I have your horses here, and they're all they're all beat up, very, you know, they've been." whipped terribly, broken wow. skin and broken blood vessels. So I just want you to know something, Carlos. Every time you see me, I'm going to do to you what you did to your horse, and she commences to to beat him. Wow, this sounds <laughs> well, right up my alley. <laughs> well, I want to read um, <laughs> His sin his was so egregious against these poor horses that you get to see that are just skin and bone and a little fold that's just skin and bone because his mother's, you know, and it's got, they're treating the horses for all the broken skin right down to their their bones Mm. um, from being whipped that you just want to get this person. Then when Loretta does, you're, you're rooting for her. But everything inside you is saying, no, this is wrong. And I go, voila, that's because it's a psychological thriller. Oh, man. I had so one of my friends, uh, uh, Carol uh, Fattuccini, when she first started reading uh, the manuscript, 
when it was in draft form. She said, Cindy Lord, if you weren't my friend, I would unfriend you. <laughs> wow. Just because you could write something like this, that was her first response. A wow. little a little later she was going, "Oh man, and she's a she's an avid animal advocate, my friend Carol is." And then she uh-huh. says, and then she says, "Oh man, I'm going to tell you. Loretta is my hero. I just love Loretta. <laughs> she's so good to those animals and ooh, she gets those people so good." And then That's the so next great. thing I know, you know, she's read a few more chapters, and she flips and goes, no, Sandra's my hero. Wait, no, Loretta's my hero. I don't know who my hero is. And I go, voila. <laughs> you know, i got to say, Sydney, I, I want you to send me an autographed copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ser- seriously, do. though, like, I, I do actually want – Sure, I, I'm, I'll give I'm you my serious. PayPal. <laughs> okay. Good. Great. Um. Yeah. Can I really? So. So you can. You don't have to have read the other two to read this one. Oh no. No. Okay. That's that's fantastic. Okay. That's what I was worried about. Because there I might was, be a couple of comments that Sandra makes in her home. Um, yeah. That that you know would make you go. Hmm, I wonder what she means by that. But it's just a short sentence that she says, and previous readers would know exactly what she meant. New yeah. readers are going to be um, just like, oh well, move on, you know. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. won't. It right. won't phase yeah. them one way or another. It's like it's like the Alex Cross, right? Like they do like all you know different stories for each of the books. It's sort of like this, except one of them, since it's just right. one book, it's like that, right? Right. Um, right. It is yeah. exactly, and you know, and the thing is, is like in. Uh, in the very first Sandra Derringer book, uh, They Call Me Murdered, one of the subplots um, happens as a result of her husband insisting that they do a cheating spouse case, and that ends up going totally wrong, and it, it creates a subplot and then another subplot and then gets stalkers after them. And um, so when, for example, in book three, when when her husband – when her husband tells her that um, that he's got a really good case, this guy thinks his wife is cheating on him, she throws her head back in the seat and goes, no, Scott, no, not another cheating spouse case. You know what <laughs> happened last time. And that that would lead some people to go, well, what did she mean by that? But you immediately move on, you know, so yeah. it, it wouldn't right. throw you off completely. <laughs> um- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.